0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees Welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books Right here in the live studios at The Haven A little two-bedroom flat tucked away In the hamlet of Hive In the district of Kent South England, Southeast England Just near the English Channel We're having a cold snap But it looks like we're coming out of that snap now uh, trying to push on Śrīla Prabhupāda's movement by bringing him back into the center bringing Śrīla Prabhupāda's books back into the center and um, solving all our problems individually and collectively by the instructions that Prabhupāda gives in his Bhaktivedanta purports this is our service to Śrīla Prabhupāda and may it last forever okay srimad Bhagavatam by Śrīla Sanātta Goswami explains why we're reading the Bhagavatam all the way through, cover to cover. It goes like this. sarva Piyusha, sarva Sarva-vegdaika-satphala Sarva-siddhānta-ratnāja Sarva-logaika-drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths. You are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva-Bhagavata-prana, Śrīmad-Bhagavata-prabho, Kali-dvāndodita-ditya, Śrī Krishna parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Śrīmad-Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Padamananda pataya Prema Bharashakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of Prema you can always be served by everyone you are shri krishna himself made kabando matsangin mad mahadana manestara mad bhagya mad ananda most my only friend my constant companion my spiritual master my great wealth my savior my good fortune my source of ecstasy I bow down to you, Asadu, Sadu Mam, Premnarit O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please, never leave me, always appear in my heart and my voice, with pure love. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo
1: bhagavate
0: vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om, namo
1: bhagavate, vasudevaya.
0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya So we reached the 29th chapter of Shrimad Bhagavatam 4th uh, canto of Shrimad Bhagavatam and Nardamuni is very kindly uh, finishing up his talks with Prachinavari, and he has finally accepted. And let's begin with text 63. One can understand the mental or conscious position of a living entity by the activities of two kinds of senses. <clears throat> The knowledge acquiring senses and the executive senses. Similarly, by the mental condition or consciousness of a person, one can understand his position in the previous life. Purport There is an English proverb that says, The face is the index of the mind. If one is angry, His anger is immediately expressed in his face. Similarly, other mental states are reflected by the reactions of the gross body. In other words, the activities of the gross body are reactions of the mental condition. The mind's activities are thinking, feeling and willing. The willing portion of the mind is manifest by the activities of the body. The conclusion is that by the activities of the body and senses we can understand the condition of the mind. The condition of the mind is affected by past, activities in the, uh, by past activities in the past body. When the mind is joined with a particular sense, it immediately becomes manifest in a certain way. For instance, when there is anger in the mind, The tongue vibrates so many maledictions. Similarly, when the mind's anger is expressed through the hand, there is fighting. When it is is expressed through the leg, there is kicking. There are so many ways in which the subtle activities of the mind are expressed through the various senses. The mind of a person in Krishna consciousness also acts in a similar way. The tongue chants Hare Krishna, the mantra. the hands are raised in ecstasy, the legs dance in Krishna consciousness. These symptoms are technically called Asya Satvika vikar. Satvika vikar is transformation of the mental condition in goodness or sometimes transcendental ecstasy. Text 64 Sometimes we suddenly experience something that was never experienced in the present body by sight or hearing. Sometimes we see such things suddenly in dreams. Purport In dreams we sometimes see things that we have never experienced in the present body. Sometimes in dreams, we think that we are flying in the sky, although we have no experience of flying. This this means that once in a previous life, either as a demigod or astronaut, we flew in the sky. The impression is there in the stockpile of the mind and it suddenly expresses itself. It is like fermentation taking place in the depths of water which sometimes manifests itself in bubbles on the water's surface sometimes we dream of coming to a place we have never known or experienced in this lifetime but this is proof that in the past lifetime life we experienced this the impression is kept within the mind and sometimes becomes manifest either in dream or in thought. The conclusion is that the mind is the storehouse of various thoughts and experiences undergone during our past lives. Thus there is a chain of continuation from one life to another, from previous lives to this life, and from this life to future lives. This is also sometimes proved by saying that a man is bo- a born a born poet, a born scientist, or a born devotee. If, like Maharajan Barish, we think of Krishna constantly, in this life, Savai Manat Krishna Padaravinda Yo, we will certainly be transferred to the kingdom of God at the time of death. Even in our attempt to be Krishna conscious. Even if our attempt to be Krishna conscious is not complete, our Krishna consciousness will continue in the next life. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 641. Prapyapunya Kritang Lokan Ushitva Shashwati Samaha Shuchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brashto Vijayate. The unsuccessful yogi after many, many years of enjoyment on the planets of the pious living entities, is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy. If we, rigid follow, if we rigidly follow the principles of meditation on Krishna, there is no doubt that in our next life we, we will be transferred to Krishna Loka, Goloka Vrindavan. Text 65 Therefore, my dear king, the living entity who has a subtle mental covering develops all kinds of thoughts and images because of his previous body. Take this from me as certain. There is no possibility of concocting anything mentally without having perceived it in the previous body purport Krishna Bahir Mokohaya Bhogatvanja Kare Nikatastamaya Tare Japatiya Dare Prima bhivarta. actually the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. When a living entity wants to imitate him, he is given a chance to satisfy his false desire to lord it over material nature that is the beginning of his downfall as long as he is within this material atmosphere he has a subtle vehicle in the form of the mind which is the stockpile of all kinds of material desires such desires become manifest in different bodily forms Srila Narada Muni request the king to accept this fact from him because narda is an authority the conclusion is that the mind is the storehouse of our past desires and we have this present body due to our past desires similarly whatever we desire in this present body will be expressed in a future de- future body thus the mind is the source of different kinds of bodies. If the mind is purified by Krishna consciousness, one will naturally in the future get a body that is spiritual and full of Krishna consciousness. Such a body is our original form as Śrī Chaitanya Mahāprabhu confirms. jivera surupa haya krsnerat nitya das." Every living entity is constitutionally an eternal servant of Krishna. If a person is engaged in the devotional service of your Lord, he is to be considered a liberated soul even in this life. This is confirmed by Srila Rupa Goshwami. Karmana Manasa Gira Jivan Mukta One who engages in the transcendental service of the Lord in body, mind and words is to be considered liberated in all conditions of material existence. Bhakti Rāsāmṛta-sindhu, 1.2.187 The Krishna consciousness movement is based on this principle. We must teach people to absorb themselves always in the service of the Lord, because that position is their natural position. One who is always serving the Lord is to be considered already liberated. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 14.26. mam <makes> chayobhivyabhicharenā bhakti-yogena sevate sagunān samatī-jaitān brahmabhūyāya kalpate one who always engages in the spiritual activities of unalloyed devotional service at once transcends the modes of material nature and is elevated to the spiritual platform. The devotee is therefore above the three modes of material nature and is even transcendental to the brahmana platform. A brahmana may be infected by the two baser modes, namely rājāguna In Tamaguna, a pure devotee who is free from all material desires experienced on the mental platform, and who is also free from empiric philosophical speculation or fruitive activity, is always above material conditioning and is always liberated. Text 26 I'm sorry. Text 66 O King, all good fortune unto you. The mind is the cause of the living entity's attaining a certain type of body in accordance with his association with material nature. According to one's mental composition, one can understand what the living entity was in his past life as well as what kind of body he will have in the future thus the mind indicates the past and future bodies purport the mind is the index of information about one's past and future lives if a man is a devotee of the lord he has cultivated he cultivated devotional service in his previous life similarly if one's mind is criminal he was criminal in his last life in the same way, according to the mind, we can understand what will happen in a future life. In Bhagavad Gita 14.18, it is said, Urdhvaṁ gacchānti-sattvasthā madhyetishthantirājasah vrti ado adho-gacchāntitāmasah Those situated in the mode of goodness gradually go upward the higher planets those in the mode of passion live on the earthly planets and those in the mode of ignorance go down to the hellish worlds if a person is in the mode of goodness his mental activities will promote him to a higher planetary system similarly if he has a low mentality his future life will be most abominable the lives of a living entity in both the past and the future are indicated by the mental condition. Nardamoni is herein offering the king excuse me. Nardamuni is herein offering the king blessings of all good fortune, so that the king will not desire anything or make plans for sense gratification. The King was engaged in fruitive activity in fruitive, ritualistic ceremonies, because he hoped to get a better life in the future. Nardimuni desired him to give up all mental concoctions. As explained before, all bodies in heavenly planets and hellish planets arise from mental concoctions, and the sufferings and enjoyments of material life are simply on the mental platform. They take place on the chariot of the mind, Mano-rata. It is therefore said, yasyasthi bhaktir bhagavata kincana sarvayagunais tatra-samasate-sudaha harau abhaktasya kuto mahadguna manoratena satidavato bihihi One who has unflinching devotion for the personality of Godhead has all the good qualities of the demigods. But one who is not a devotee of the Lord has only material qualifications that are of little value. This is because he is hovering on the mental plane and is certain to be attracted by the glaring material energy. Bhagavatam 5.18.12 Unless one becomes a devotee of the Lord or becomes fully Krishna conscious, he will certainly hover on the mental platform and be promoted and degraded in different types of bodies. All qualities that are considered good according to the material estimation actually have no value because these so-called good qualities will not save a person from the cycle of birth and death. The conclusion is that one should be without mental desire. Anyabilashita shunyam jnana karma janavitam One should be fully free from material desires, philosophical speculation and fruitive activity. The best course for a human being is to favorably accept the transcendental devotional service of your Lord, that is the highest perfection of human life. Śrīla Prabhupada ki, Text 67 Sometimes in a dream we see something never experienced or heard of in this life, but all these incidents have been experienced at different times in different places, and in different conditions. Purport. In a previous verse it was explained that in dreams we see that which was experienced during the day. But why is it that we sometimes in our dreams see that we have never see what we have never heard or, or, or heard of or seen at any time during this life? Here it is stated that even though such events may not be experienced in this life, they were experienced in previous lives. According to time and circumstance, they combine so that in dreams we see something wonderful that we have never experienced. For instance, we may see an ocean on the peak of a mountain or we may see that the ocean has dried up These are simply combinations of different experiences in time and space. Sometimes we may see a golden mountain and this is due to our having experienced gold and mountains separately. In the dream under illusion we combine these separate factors. In this way we are able to see golden mountains or stars during the day. The conclusion is that these are all mental concoctions. Although they have have actually been experienced in different circumstances. They have simply combined together in a dream. This fact is further explained in the following verse. Text 68 The mind of the living entity continues to exist in various gross bodies. And according to one's desires for sense gratification, the mind records different thoughts. In the mind, these appear together in different combinations. Therefore, these images sometimes appear as things never seen or heard before. PURPORT The activities of a living entity in the body of a dog may be experienced in the mind of a different body. Therefore, those activities appear never to have been heard or seen. The mind continues although the body changes. Even in this lifespan we can sometimes experience dreams of our childhood. Although such incidents now appear strange, it is to be understood that they are recorded in the mind because of this they become visible in dreams the transmigration of the soul is caused by the subtle body which is the storehouse of all kinds of material desires unless one is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness material material desires will come and go that is the nature of the mind thinking, feeling and willing as long as the mind is not engaged in in meditation on the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna the mind will desire so many material enjoyments sensual images are recorded in the mind in chronological order and they become manifest one after another therefore the living entity has to accept one body after another. The mind plans material enjoyment and the gross body serves as the instrument to realize such desires and plans. The mind is the platform onto which <clears throat> all desires come and go. Śrīla-Narutam therefore sings Guru, Guru-Mukha-Phatma-Vākya chittete Koriya aikya ārāna kariya mani āś Nārtana Dakworth advises everyone to, to stick to the principle of carrying out the orders of the spiritual master. One should not desire anything else. If the regulated principles ordered by the spiritual master are followed rigidly, the mind will gradually be trained to desire nothing but the service of Krishna. Such training is the perfection of life. Such, text 69. Christian consciousness means constantly associating with the Supreme Personality of Godhead in a mental state that the devotee can observe the cosmic manifestation exactly as the Supreme Personality of Godhead does. Such observation is not always possible but it becomes manifest exactly like the dark planet known as Rahu which is observed in the presence of the full moon. Purport. <clears throat> It has been explained in the previous verse that all desires on the mental platform become visible one after another. Sometimes, however, by the supreme will of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the whole stockpile will be visible all at one time. In Brahma Samhita 554, it is said, Karmani near Dahati Kintu Bhajam. When a person is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness, his stockpile of material desires is minimized. Indeed, the desires no longer fructify in the form of gross bodies. Instead, the stockpile of desires becomes visible on the mental platform by the grace of the Supreme Personality of Godhead beautiful analysis of the mind in this connection the darkness occurring before the full moon the lunar eclipse can be explained as being another planet known as Rahu according to Vedic astronomy the Rahu planet which is not visible is accepted sometimes the Rahu planet is visible in the presence of full moonlight. It then appears that this Rahu planet exists somewhere near the orbit of the moon. The failure of modern moon excursionists may be due to the Rahu planet. In other words, those who are supposed to be going to the moon may actually be going to this invisible planet, Rahu. Actually, they are not going to the moon but to the planet Rahu. And after reaching this planet, they come back. Apart from this discussion, the point is that the living entity has immense and unlimited desires for material enjoyment. And he has to transmigrate from one gross body to another until these desires are exhausted. No living entity is free from the cycle of birth and death unless he takes to Krishna consciousness. Therefore in this verse it is clearly stated satvaika Nishte that when one is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness, in one stroke he is freed of past and future mental desires. Then by the grace of the Supreme Lord, everything becomes simultaneously manifest within the mind. In this regard, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur cites the example of Madhya Shoda seeing the whole cosmic manifestation within the mouth of Lord Krishna. By the grace of Lord Krishna, Madhya Shoda saw all the universes and planets within the mouth of Krishna. Similarly, by the grace of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, a Krishna conscious person can see all his dormant desires at one time and finish all his future transmigrations. This facility is especially given to the devotee to make his path clear for returning home, back to Godhead. Why we see things not experienced in this life is explained herein. That which we see is the future expression of a gross body or is already stocked in our mental stockpile. Because a Christian conscious person does not have to accept a future gross body, his recorded desires are fulfilled in a dream. We therefore sometimes find things in a dream never experienced in our present life. Text 70 As long as there exists the subtle material body composed of As long as there exists the subtle material body composed of intelligence, mind, senses, sense objects and the reactions of the material qualities the consciousness of false identification and its relative objective the gross body exists as well. Purport The desires of the subtle body of mind, intelligence and ego cannot be fulfilled without a gross body composed of the material elements earth, water, fire, air, ether, fire and ether. When the gross material body Is not manifest, the living entity cannot factually act in the modes of material nature. In this verse, it is clearly explained that the subtle activities of the mind and intelligence continue due to the sufferings and enjoyments of the living entity's subtle body. The consciousness of material identification, such as I and mine, still continues because such consciousness has been extant sent from time immemorial. However, when one transfers to the spiritual world by virtue of understanding Krishna consciousness, the actions and reactions of both gross and subtle bodies no longer bother the spirit soul. Text 71 Supti When the living entity is in deep sleep when he faints when there's some great shock on account of severe loss at the time of death or when the body temperature is very high the movement of the life air is arrested. I'm going to read that sentence again. This is such a study of psychology. When the living entity is in deep sleep, when he faints, when there is some great shock on account of severe loss at the time of death, or when the body temperature is very high, the movement of the life air is arrested. At that time the living entity loses knowledge of identifying the body with the self. Purport Foolish people Deny the existence of the soul. But it is a fact that when we sleep we forget the identity of the material body and when we awake we forget the identity of the subtle body. In other words, while sleeping we forget the activities of the gross body and when active in the gross body we forget the activities of sleeping. Actually, both states, sleeping and waking, are creations of the illusory energy. The living entity actually has no connection with either the activities of sleep or the activities of the so-called wakened state. When a person is in deep sleep or when he is fainted, he forgets his gross body. Similarly, under chloroform or some other anesthetic, the living entity forgets his gross body and does not feel pain or pleasure during a surgical operation. Similarly, when a man is suddenly shocked by some great loss, he forgets his identification with the gross body. At the time of death, when the temperature of the body rises to 107 degrees, the living entity falls into a coma and is unable to identify his gross body. In such cases, the life air that moves within the body is choked up and the living entity forgets his identification with the gross body. Because of our ignorance of the spiritual body, of which we have no experience, we do not know of the activities of the spiritual body. And in ignorance, we jump from one false platform to another. We act sometimes in relation to the gross body and sometimes in relation to the subtle body. If by Krishna's grace we act in our subtle body, we can transcend both the gross and subtle bodies. In other words, we can gradually train ourselves to act in terms of the spiritual body as stated in the Nārada pancharatna Rishikena Rishikesha Sevanam Bhakti Uchite. Devotional service means engaging the spiritual body and spiritual senses in the service of the Lord. When we are engaged in such activities, the actions and reactions of the gross and subtle bodies cease. Next report is half page. Text 72. When one is a youth, all the ten senses of, and the mind are completely visible. This is very interesting. When one is a youth, all the ten senses and, and mind are completely visible. However, in the mother's womb, or in the boyhood state, the sense organs and the mind remain covered, just as the full moon is covered by the darkness of the dark moon, night. PURPORT When a living entity is within the womb, his gross body, the ten sense organs and the mind, are not fully developed. At such a time, the objects of the senses do not disturb him. In a dream, a young man may experience the presence of a young woman because at that time, the senses are active. Because of undeveloped senses, a child or boy will not see a young woman in his dreams. The senses are active in youth, even when one dreams. And although there may be no young woman present, the senses may act and there may be a seminal discharge, nocturnal emission. The activities of the subtle and gross bodies depend on how developed conditions are. The example of the moon is very appropriate. On a dark moon night, the the full shining moon is still present, but it appears not to be present due to conditions. Similarly, the senses of the living entity are there, but they only become active when the gross body and the subtle body are developed. Unless the senses of the gross body are developed, they will not act on the subtle body. Similarly, because of the absence of desires in the subtle body, there be, there may be no development in the gross body. So this is a very minute and detailed and repetitive but repetitive for a good reason for thorough understanding of the nature between the mind subtle mind and the gross body so right now it is in 7.49 and we will end our reading this evening and begin tomorrow with text 73 and we'll patiently wait for the reflections of the assembled devotees Hare Krishna
1: Gopakanya Devi Dasi,
0: that stalwart hearer. She's the most steady.
1: Hare Krishna, dear, <coughs> Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Happy to hear from you today. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. My humble obeisances to all assembled devotees. Thank you very much. And we accept those well wishes and
0: encouraging words because you're very. Dedicated hearer. Hare Krishna. Nothing more so. Far. I'll take I will I will take I'll take advantage of the break. Yeah, I've been kind of needing to go. Take advantage of this break. Manufactures, material design. Keeps us in this material world. Yes, something? Done, I think. Wow, this is unusual. I was thinking if I could give a reflection. Somebody's still around there. Yeah. I,
1: still devotees on, just no reflections.
0: Well, this is a very intense section. Explaining how it is that the face is the index of the mind. Then everybody's going to walk around like this. You know, like, I wonder if anybody's noticing <laughs> what's going on in my mind by the look on my face. When 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 Arjuna asked Krishna, what what what, what is the how does a person who is in transcendental consciousness? Uh, behave, or what, how does he sit? How does he walk? How does he talk? What are the symptoms? in the first verse, there was a whole series of verses actually that described this, but the first verse is very important Prajahati Yada Kaman Sarvan Parta Mano Gatan stita Taduchate. When one gives up. Uh, manufacturing uh, desires in the mind. He stops mental concoction. Um, Then he becomes happy in this world. So I was thinking the mind is such an important thing and when we find out about Krishna and we have all of these fantastic thoughts about what Krishna does and who he is and what he looks like and, and also his philosophy and what he's teaching us the mind has a storehouse of treasure rather than a storehouse of other kinds of treasure so we should take advantage you know, of the Srimad Bhagavatam and learn how to think of Krishna it's as simple as that when you're thinking of Krishna all these other things are gone and the way, easiest way to do that is to chant Hare Krishna that's why people out there in the material world they think we're brainwashed all you, what do you always do Is Hare Krishna? no, no, we're doing a lot of things we're doing the same things you're doing keeping our body and soul together eating, sleeping, shopping cleaning, doing the things that we have to do to keep everything together body and soul But we're thinking of Krishna. We're doing it for Krishna. And therefore, the the minds of the devotees in general are more uh, peaceful and pleasant to look at than non-devotees. Those of you who go out every day on the streets to distribute books can see it for yourself, graphically. It's graphic. Hare Krishna.
1: Here's one from Rohini Nandana, Prabhu. Yes, Rohini Nandana. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. It's an amazing point how Krishna unearths our material desires and makes us experience them in our minds so that we don't have to experience experience them as future gross bodies. It's actually a blessing, even though it doesn't feel like it while we're going through it. Could I please ask, Currently we are doing the marathon, and that involves some extra austerities. I find that sometimes as a result of these austerities, when I struggle to handle them, a lot of intense material desires come up in the mind, and the intelligence isn't strong enough to keep the mind from thinking about them. Thus I find myself weakened and frustrated. Obviously, next day is fine again. How should I understand this? Is it a weakness of mind, a lack of purity, etc.? Thank you, Maharaj
0: well we just got the answer it's because of what we've done what we've done in our previous lives are, they stay there in our mind the mind is, is like a spool of recorded sensual experiences everything that we see smell, think, taste, touch, feel is is stored in the mind and the only thing that's Powerful enough to dissolve that mental world uh, is the holy name of Krishna and the pastimes of Krishna and the and the explanations of of, of real uh, philosophy. So we have to learn the books, we have to learn how to and practice remembering them. I would say when you're out on Sankirtan. Because I know a marathon's a marathon, and everyone's pushed just to, to, to go out as long as possible and get as many books out as possible. But I'll tell you from my personal experience for many years, if I ever either got just too tired or m- disturbed mentally or whatever, I would just sit down wherever I was, you know, and just book out one of the books that I would read that I was distributing. anyone just pick it out, open it up, and read it to myself. And automatically, within just a few minutes, five minutes, I was fine. And I'd get up and look at the world, and there it would be again, glowing. And I would run out to distribute the books again. You know, but we, us Westerners, are competitive, and we have to do extreme austerities, so we'll just tough it out. So it's better not to just tough it out. It's better give yourself what you need to clear those mental you know, and the only thing that's cl- that's strong enough is the holy name or Prabhupada's books. They're strong enough to to clean it out, clean it out, to give a taste higher than those thoughts, and therefore it get back to your devotional life, devotional service. It's as simple as that. It's very simple. Sometimes the application is difficult. That's another thing, depending on what we've done, depending on the time and circumstance we're in the strength of material energy is very powerful but we can always take shelter of Krishna he's always there it doesn't doesn't cost anything it's free you can do it anytime, any place so let's not forget that Hare Krishna many times does Krishna say to Arjuna just think of me fix your mind on me and do something for me at the same time then you become free from misery
1: here we have some from Subharao Rajagopal yes Subharao Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Ho, Hare Krishna. Thank you for your daily readings. What a delineation of the so called sweet dreams and the nightmares. (laughs) Srila Prabhupada's purports are truly the torchlight to dispel the darkness. Yes. Darkness born out of the mind. Yes. One of the gems is from 4966. Mm. Quote The mind is the index of information about one's past and future lives. If a man is a devotee of the Lord, he cultivated devotional service in his previous life. Similarly, if one's mind is criminal, he was, a, he was criminal in his last life. In the same way, according to the mind, we can understand what will happen in a future life. In Bhagavad Gita 14.18, it is said, Yes. yes. Those situated in the mode of goodness gradually go upward to the higher planets. Those in the mode of passion live on the earthly planets. Those in the mode of ignorance go down to the hellish worlds. If a person is in the mode of goodness, his mental activities will promote him to a higher planetary system. Similarly, if he has a low mentality, his future life will be most abominable. The lives of the living entity in both the past and the future are indicated by the mental condition. Daily readings, Kijai.
0: Jai this is the action and reactions of the modes of material nature and the only way to get free from them is to absorb ourselves in the activities of Krishna consciousness hearing, chanting taking Krishna prasadam chanting and dancing distributing uh, Krishna consciousness to others this frees us we heard it in one of the purports jivan muktasa today. yes body, mind and words engaged in the service of Krishna somehow or other Hare Krishna is
1: this from Bhakti Peter? yes Bhakti Peter Hare Krishna Maharaj Please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Tonight my mind was very distracted, but I managed to hear the crystal clear descriptions of the mind by Narada Muni. Mm. Here are some of the gems. Quote, The mind is the storehouse of our past desires, and we have this present body due to our past desires. Mm. The sufferings and enjoyments of material life are simply on the mental platform. Mm. My favorite is, the mind is the platform onto which all desires come and go. It's reassuring to hear to hear that, as surely as desires will come, as surely they will also go. It was also fascinating to hear Narada Muni reveal how what we experience in our dreams has occurred in previous lives, like the flying example. Hare Krishna, I pray I can pay better attention with each evening.
0: Well, but Peter, your mentality, your consciousness, your attitude towards hearing and chanting is, as far as I can see very good so please maintain that attitude and you will advance nicely in devotional service Srila Prabhupada will bless you Hare Krishna
1: We have another from Subharao Rajagopal. Yes, Subharao Question Given the understanding that the thoughts of the mind take us to our next destination when we die If a devotee dies in a coma, what what happens if they are not able to remember the Lord?
0: The Lord will come and help help him. If a person has performed devotional service in their life, their whole life, this is a special case, whole life, and by some force of circumstances. He loses his consciousness before he leaves his body. Krishna will be there to help him. Yogakshemam Bahamyaham. Ananya Ah Yogakshemam Bahamyaham. If our service is Ananya, if it's unmotivated, if it's not materially motivated, if it's done just for Krishna's pleasure, and we keep ourselves engaged in devotional service, then Krishna... Will fulfill all all our lackings and maintain what we've already had and preserved. That's the truth. Hare Krishna. So don't worry about being in a coma someday when you're leaving. Just right now, worry about thinking about Krishna. (laughs) Right now, because you're not in a coma and you have mental faculties, and you can realize that, you know, the, the material body is actually inert, and the sufferings are going on in the more or less on the subtle body, then uh, there's a chance that you can become Christian conscious in this life. So please relish the opportunity that's being given to us, and uh, yes, count our blessings and absorb ourselves in activities in pure spiritual activities especially the hearing and chanting and the helping
1: of, other, of others yes, Hare Krishna Rohini Nandanadas says thank you Maharaj and then Dal Nithai yes Dail Nitai. dear Srila Guru Maharaj please accept my, my obeisance Hare Krishna Thank you for tonight's reading. I hope you and the devotees with you are very well. From the reading the day before yesterday, I remember hearing how while dreaming, the soul actually leaves the body in which he finds himself encaged. This information was somewhat confusing to me, as I had kind of understood that a lot of our dreaming is experienced in the mental realm. Would you please help me understand better? Thank you.
0: Well, it's an example. Uh, it's not, it may not always be literally true that when you're having a dream, you're going somewhere else. But whether you're going physically somewhere else or not, you're not, on the, you're not in the same realm as the physical realm. So Prabhupada uses the example that when you're remembering a place that's far away, then you actually, in effect, go to that place, whether you whether the soul travels there or not. You know that that can be argued, or that can be it may be so or may not be so, depending on the circumstances. But we do know that the mental plane, the dream world, is different than the external world because we forget the external world. That's the whole point. So whether we actually travel you know, to the other part of the universe by thinking about it. That's another issue. There are people who can do that. There are great yogis who can do that. But what we do know, it's better to think in terms of what we know and what's practical right now. Because the point that's being made in this reading is that when you, when you are in dream, you forget your gross body. The gross body is in the bed and it's not and it's not doing anything. Especially when you're in a dream state that is very still. So I think it's not so important, you know, whether or not we travel actually to the other part or not, but we definitely are in another state of being, another state of consciousness, the subtle plane. Hare
1: Krishna. Superal Raja Gopal says, great insight and answer, Mahārāj. Thank you.
0: Hare Krishna. And I'd like to thank all of you for your wonderful reflections. And uh, srimad Bhagavatam ki jāi. Sāma-bheda-bhakti-bhṛnda ki jāi. Gaur-premanandī, Hari-hari-bhoa. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic as Narda Muni. He's so uh, merciful and so kind that he keeps explaining everything down to the bow, down to the detail. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.